Hello everyone and welcome to the first and probably the last episode of Pure Dead PlayStation. For those who don't know me, I am Donnie and I'll be bringing you this podcast every two weeks. Joining me today though, I have one new and one familiar voice to the Pure Dead gaming family. Firstly, I have BMG from the PSN Party Podcast and never far away from Pure Dead Gaming is Ben from the Grumpy Gamers. <laughs> Gentlemen, how are we? You going first? <laughs> oh no, no, no. H before beauty, I always insist. Okay, right, fine. I don't, yeah, okay, we'll, we'll go, we'll go <laughs> with that then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's good to be back, Donnie. It's uh, it's good. To, I'm never too far away, like you say. Uh, and you were on our podcast like a couple of weeks ago. So, yes, I'm uh, I'm doing great. Thank you very much. Grant, Grant, and Mr. BMG, are you all right? Yeah, yeah, doing well. Th- thanks for inviting me for the your first ever show, a PlayStation show. As as you know myself, I'm on a PlayStation podcast, which I normally host. But uh, you was on last week, and had uh, yes. some family business to attend to so i wasn't able to make it but yeah it's it's great to be doing a podcast with you this evening talking all the wonderful and amazing things happening in playstation all sent to us by our lord and savior sir jim ryan (laughs) well speaking of speaking of you saying that i heard you're a bit of a william shakespeare and i heard you got some (laughs) pleasant feedback recently shall we say Hmm, yes, yes. Um, uh, for anyone that hasn't listened to the PSM Party podcast over on the XBN network, I did a Jim Ryan poem dedicated especially to the amazing man that he is, a lovely head of hair that I'm very jealous of. And uh, yeah. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> some uh, some my Xbox fan, shall we say, wasn't, wasn't very pleased with my um, poem dedicated to... Sir Jimmy, and uh, they kindly informed me that they were going to um, skullfuck my corpse, which was quite wow, pleasant. That's, that's extreme. So, yeah, yeah. Well, me thinking, you know, I'm panicking, I'm worried. What, how do, how, what do I reply? What do I say to this? So I said to the, the first thing that came in my head, I hope you'll use lube in my eye socket so it's nice and gentle. Pleasant. Nice. Pleasant. Nice. <laughs> Very pleasant feedback. Always oh, good. It's oh, a good yeah. comeback. Comeback. That's, uh, yeah. All right then. <laughs> yeah. A disarming one. <laughs> yeah, they didn't reply. They blo- blocked after that. So I was like, hmm, maybe I disturbed them a bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you've yeah. got your you've got your PlayStation podcast. I mean, ours, I, I'm just thankful that Donnie's invited me on because this is a wonderful opportunity to get rid of the idea that we're a heavily Xbox focused podcast. <laughs> so now yeah, that's that's some of the feedback you hear, but you know, yeah, well, I wouldn't uh, you yeah. wouldn't say it, right? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Hey. To be fair, at times it's more Nintendo anyway with yourself. Ben, yeah, you know? ab- so absolutely. You're, you're, you're an advocate for the red side. Ab- absolutely, absolutely. But yeah, yeah so I. Um, yeah, glad to be on a PlayStation podcast. That's a great opportunity. Um, I, so thank you. And uh, you, you have to tell us how this came about. <laughs> a wonderful PlayStation podcast. <laughs> um, it, it kind of I did a I did a Final Fantasy VII kind of throwback episode a couple of months ago, and I got some feedback. And and someone kind of messaged me and said, "Listen, have you ever thought about hosting your own and or, or hosting a, a PlayStation podcast?" And I never kind of gave it much thought. And then. 
kind of time went on, I saw a couple of conversations, just said, listen, you know, the market's really light on, on PlayStation content. So I had a look around and, and checked, you know, what was out there and stuff and spoke to a few kind of trusted people that kind of said, listen, I think it's a good idea. Why don't you, why don't you look into it more? So spoke with Craig and, and Craig was like, do I have to do anything? I said, no, he goes, fucking great, crack on. <laughs> so, um, so here we are about two months later doing this. So good stuff. We, sh- we shall see how it all goes, you know? But the plan is the plan is to sort of bring it every every two weeks rather than weekly, which I think is plenty given the main podcast as well. So again, well, you know, we'll just, just see how it all goes. Well, I'm sure we'll chop and change and, and play around with things, and we'll try new things as well. So lovely stuff. Excited to see how it goes. Indeed, indeed. Um, okay, so listen, got you guys on. There's a couple of things that I kind of want to talk about today, tonight. But the one thing I didn't really want to delve too much into was the news because. I feel as though the last two weeks has been dominated by the same couple of stories. And let's be honest, those are those stories, they affect PlayStation, but they're not really about PlayStation. So let's I just thought, listen, let's just leave it off. We'll have a couple of little news talking points, which are sort of based around some questions we got in. And then we we'll to talk about the PlayStation Showcase, which is, seems to be inevitable. Because again, half the comments that we got in from Twitter were about the Showcase. And then I also want to know what you guys have been playing. Mm-hmm. And lastly, I asked you to do some homework for me. You did. And that homework was, I felt as though this is a good chance, almost halfway through the year, particularly with a you know potential showcase, to talk about what we think of PlayStation's year thus far. And yeah, just our general overall thoughts. The mics will be yours, whether good, bad or indifference. We can just uh, just go around the, the mics and have a chat. Excellent. Sounds, Sounds pretty good. good, I hope. Sounds yeah. good. 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 Okay. So a couple of news talking points just over the last uh, week or so. The first one, which I, I did I did see kind of a little bit of negativity around, and that was Sony was shutting down the Pixel Opus studio. So they were founded in 2014 and released their first game, Entwined, which a rare Sony move was actually a shadow dropper E3. Mm-hmm. Obviously, 2019, Concrete Genie came out, which a lot of people did like. I've got it downloaded. I've still not got around to playing it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just been announced this week that, that their studio's been closed down, even though you know they are working on a game and they have been working on a game for two years now. I appreciate the sentiment that it's not a good look, particularly when PlayStation are announcing record-breaking financial figures and here you are closing down this small studio. The the sort of the contrary opinion to that I saw was people saying, well, do you know what? It's a studio that's 10 years old. They've released two games. Mm-hmm. So I thought I'd put it to you guys. Listen, you know, what do we think about this? Um, and BMG, man, um, you go first, man. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. It's it's always sad when studios are being closed because we we don't really know yet are the staff devs being let go or they're being repositioned in different places within PlayStation because uh, they are still yeah. recruiting in many many of the studios. So there's a good chance that they've pretty, most of them would have been relocated. But uh, it's Pixel Locus is one of them studios that hasn't really done a great deal. Uh, I know they're working on it, was working on a PlayStation 5 exclusive, um, which I think would have been dropping next year at some point. Mm-hmm. But again, the, they've looked at all the studios, what they're doing, performance as PlayStation have made a, a statement about and it just happens to be that they weren't meeting the expectations of what they were looking for. Maybe they've had severe development issues um, making this new game for the PlayStation 5. And it it just seems to me that it's 
it's sad, but it's probably necessary in their business because PlayStation don't have the same sort of funds as Microsoft have or or even Nintendo have. You know, the they have to be careful with what money they put into what projects, and you look at things and if things aren't doing that well or you know, you, it's chucking money at the wall, and it's not, you know, it's not sticking. It's you've got to make changes as any business would, and it's quite unusual for PlayStation to shut studios down. I don't think they've shut anything down for a long time. I think the last ones were, uh, it's one of the was it the Liverpool-based one or the London-based yeah, one, Studio Japan as well, which obviously they yeah. became. Team Asobi, wasn't it, or, or yeah. morphed into that? Yeah, the the kind of they shut the the um, that developer studio down but the all the staff kind of went to new positions and molded into some others but but they kind of like made that clear that that was happening whereas for this one they just said look it's not me they're not we revalue our business and it clearly wasn't doing as well as it is the studio's gone but it hasn't said anything what's happening with all the devs that are working there um but again it's business if Things aren't working. It's costing money, and you're not going to see a return. Or maybe the software and development they've looked at it and said we're not going to make much return on this. Um, you cut your losses and you and you move on. Um, again, it's just a shame. Shame we're losing them, and it's a shame they're going. Uh, but they haven't really done that many games. I think was it their first game released last year? Was it last year or year uh, before? Second. What, Concrete Genie 2019? Yeah. Right, yeah. So they've released, released two games since they've been... Acqu- yeah, a couple of games since they've been acquired. Um, so, but I look at Media Molecule and think, how the hell are they still in business? Because I thought, personally thought, they would be the first studio to go with yeah. how bad Dreams was and things like that. So I'm, I'm quite surprised, really. But clearly it just wasn't doing what they thought it was and I all the best to all the devs I hope they land on the feet I hope PlayStation just utilise them in in the different studios but uh, it's yeah. I, I had to look at the studio because I know, I know most of PlayStation studios and it's one I completely forgot about so it, it kind of says a lot for I'm a PlayStation fan mm-hmm. and follow PlayStation and to be honest I don't think I've ever thought about this studio until the news came out that it was shutting down yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, and Ben, the well, uh, PlayStation specifically said that they look at their studios and whether they meet their short and long term strategic objectives, and quoted on that around this issue. Now we know that they've pivoted. It seems like they've pivoted more towards these live service games. This, to me, um, looks like a studio that would produce kind of. PS Plus fodder, um, stuff to keep that service going that you could drop in some day one stuff, but certainly don't seem particularly interested in doing that. Now, we have had Stray and we've had Cheer and things like that coming in, yep. and not necessarily produced by them, but they've got day one things going in there. This is a studio that could have done that type of thing. It's also a studio that had the focus on young developers getting like their start in the industry. Um, so... That's another thing people have pointed to. I think uh, BMG makes a great point, and kind of my perspective on this is, you know, studio shuts, so we all go R. But in the grand scheme of things, they weren't anything that I really knew about or 
you know, Concrete Genie, we knew about that game, but um, I didn't play it. Um, so it's not, it's not from a game, from a gamer's perspective, it's not um, like a sad state of affairs. It's just exactly what BMG said. If the, if the devs are going to be looked after, then that would be, that'd be great. It'd be a nice sentiment. But otherwise, this, I think this just says Sony are pivoting their PlayStation position and live service games yeah. are the focus. And this does not meet those objectives. So they're focusing. Mate. Maybe they maybe they looked at it and went, "Hmm, this looks like a Xbox quality game." Shut the studio. <laughs> yeah, well, I tell you, I tell, I tell you what, there's, there's the first dig. <laughs> I, t- I tell you what, it, I, I looked at this and I thought this would be like um, something like Concrete Genie, a game like that would be a game that would come to Game Pass day one, isn't it? It's that type of thing. Mm. But PlayStation don't really have that in their PS Plus service, or they don't. They're not pushing for that, so I, I can see how they would leave these studios behind and, and move towards where their business model is, is pointing. Yep. Um, the next thing I want to speak about, we actually got a question in from Baz that relates to it, and um, that was the, the end of the PS Plus collection, which now, if you're listening to this, when it goes down, is now completely finished. You still have the chance to to collect any games, but you couldn't obviously download them from now on. Um, Baz's question kind of relates to this, though. He's, he's put in, he says... Almost a year into the revamped PS Plus. Has it hit the mark? I already had Returnal, Horizon, Forbidden West, Deathloop before they're added to the service. So it's not been a big wow moment for me, but quality has been good. Thoughts? And when when I thought about this, about the PS Plus collection closing down, I thought, well, okay. Listen, it was a free service that was given to early adopters of PS5. Most of the games on it, people have played a long time ago. I mean, you've got games like Arkham Knight, Bloodborne, Days Gone, God of War 2018, Uncharted for me. These games are five, six, seven, eight years old. And looking at what we have on PS Plus and looking at what the alternative is, granted you're paying for it, but, you know, let's be honest, you know, nearly 50 million people do pay for PS Plus. You're getting a far richer and a far quality level of entry point, particularly if you are just picking up a PlayStation 5, like, you know, 18 million or 19 million people have done in the last year. Yep. That service and what you have as an entry point is chalk and cheese compared to what we got as early adopters. You know, to think that that PS Plus Extra, I mean, you can, you know, you've got Uncharted Legacy of Thieves, you've got Horizon Forbidden West, Day of Devil May Cry 5, the Ubisoft Classics is on there, Final Fantasy 7 Remake, Death Stranding, Ghost of Tsushima, Returnal, that is all on there. Again, comparing that to what we got at this PS Plus collection, I think people complaining about this going, I kind of saying much ado about nothing, to be honest with you. I don't, I don't know about that because, you know, in the week with the Phil Spencer interview, um, one yes. of his things was about the ecosystem, building up digital libraries, things like that. Now, this was an incredible entry point, like an incredible kind of, we'll give you these older games I know, I know PS Plus has, has an excellent session. Well, I'll, I'll talk about that in a second. But this PS Plus collection that they had, it really was this fantastic, like, okay, well, we'll just give you these great games digitally, build up that digital library. So that's not, that's not a, a barrier to entry to the console. Now, they're not having any problems selling consoles. So maybe that's the reason. But it, it, it really, it really was a feel good thing getting all those games for free. And, and I loved it. And I, and I, I did think it was it was a big deal. Now, talking about PS Plus, if you have not been part of the PlayStation ecosystem, it's a fucking phenomenal service. Yep. Like that is phenomenal. The number of games, the high quality games that are on there. 
um, especially with the PlayStation first parties, just absolutely brilliant. But I do, I, I, I think it's a dick move to remove it. I think it's shit. I just think to myself, sorry, before you, you, uh, you jump in BMG, I just think if you've got a PS5 just now, yeah, and looking at all the games that have now came out since it, since it launched, looking at the games on the PS Plus extra service, which, like I said, 50 million people do. Yeah. How many people are going, do you know what? I really want to play Arkham Knight tonight. Do you know what? I'm going to go and download Uncharted 4. Yeah, but you're I not the audience, I don't anyone. think. I don't think, yeah. I don't that's, think you're that's the just, guy. That, that was just my way. I just feel as though those games now are are so old and done that I think it's a case of it's in the past. Oh, like Resi 7? Games like that? Like Who's who's downloading Resi 7 today and playing it for the first time? Well, again, for the first not, time not us, you, not us but people that are new to the ecosystem, people that are new to, you know, a PlayStation 5, this is this is new stuff. And then just to be given that collection, not getting PS Plus, just there you go. There's that collection of all these games. I think that's... But then you had all them at launch on your PS4. That's what I mean. Like, who's choosing to play that over any one of those games I listed well, I, on PS Plus Extra. I, well, I do think you're right because it's not holding back sales. It's not going to hold back sales and it's not going to make an <laughs> impact and it, it only hinders them earning money. So that's fair. Yeah. But I do think it was there and it's a dick move. But there you go. That's that's mine. That's fine. BMG? Well, I, the, the, the PS Plus collection for PlayStation 5 adopters, it was always aimed at getting people, new players, new subscribers into yeah. the service. It was never made, in my opinion, it was never made for people that have always been in the PlayStation ecosystem because nine times out of ten, everyone's probably played all these games or the majority of these games. It was only ever for that launch time, get people in, get PlayStation 5 sold and offer an incentive for doing it. And yep. you, you'll probably notice that you go and look at PS Plus Extra, the majority of these games have now migrated over there anyway. Yes. Because a lot of them you can play, if you're still on PlayStation 4, you can play it on there. I've still got the feeling, yeah, this this is closing, you know, because obviously it's extra maintenance, servers, whatever it is that they do to maintain it. I just think you're going to see the rest of the games that aren't already in PS Plus. You're just going to see them migrate over, over you know, maybe a couple of months or so to, oh, look, yeah, this is gone. But now these games are available in PS Plus Extra or PS Plus Premium. Yeah, it, they'll use it to pad yeah. it down the line. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm, not, I'm not, to be personally, it doesn't bother me that it's gone because if you know how PlayStation Plus works... Um, Every, you can any game that comes to PlayStation Plus, you don't have to play them. Once you know, as soon as they're on there, add them to your library. Even if they um, are taken off, um, the, you know the service. As long as you've got an active PlayStation Plus subscription, you can still play them. So, and I think I don't know about you guys, but first thing I did is when I got the PS5, I added every single one of them games straight to my library. So then I've got them. Yeah, yeah, I, I did yeah. as well. But but we are kind of seasoned gamers. And I think now we're getting to the part mm-hmm. of the generation where you're getting non-seasoned gamers buying. Now that PS5s are in the wild, you're getting non-seasoned gamers. You're getting more kids that are getting them that, that haven't been part of an ecosystem. And now you're just taking that away and, and not having to subscribe to a service. Like, yeah. I, I I think it's a big deal. But No, you, you still have to be subscribed to PlayStation Plus Essential to have access to the PlayStation Plus collection. Did you? Oh, I thought yeah. it was just standard. Yeah, yeah. Was it? No, okay. no. Yeah, um, yeah. You had to. Oh, be a maybe PS I just I was always I was always <laughs> subscribed immediately, so I never felt the effect of not being. I suppose. Yeah, 
Yeah, so it's it wasn't something you just got. Ex- yeah, it was PlayStation Five exclusive um, when the PS Five launched up until like today or yesterday. Yeah, um, but it was you had to be in PS Plus to access it to to be able to get the games because it came under the PlayStation Plus service. But it was like an extra tab for just PS Five users. But even new players coming into it, they can't miss what they never had. So it's again, and yeah, that's not most a great of these argument. games that's, are actually in the mid service. It, it's 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 not it's not, but uh, I, it, it, half, most of these games are in the service now anyway. So mm. it, it's and there's always new games coming. So, but yeah, it's great if you're new to the ecosystem. You've got games to go back and play, uh, play all these amazing titles, but. I, I don't miss it. It's to be honest. As soon as I added them all to my library, I played a handful of them and never touched them again because I was playing the other games that were coming to the service. Granted, there's not been brilliant stuff come to the service um, that I haven't already played, but it's. It, I think it's more aimed at newer people coming in can now play the Spider-Man. I don't know if it's. I can't remember if it's the remastered version or if it's just the standard version in PS Plus Extra. It's but not on there the, anymore, is it? Or is it on? Uh, I think well, it's, it's no, still. It's, it's, it's now. It's now gone, isn't it? It's been removed right. because they're now going to because they're now going to try and shift copies of it. So obviously, it's coming. The the standalone remaster is now being released as of pretty imminently. So you don't you no longer have to buy the Miles Morales Ultimate Edition to get yeah, that right. Spider Man. Uh, so if you have the PS4 version, it's a ten pound upgrade, the old Sony tax. And if you don't have it, I think it's like fifty quid. Yeah, so I just uh, yeah. I, it's marketing. It's Sony marketing one hundred and one, isn't it? It's just, it's just yeah. They know when it comes to stuff like that, they just know what to do we, all the time. I mean, that's thought that when they took that off, when they announced that they were taking that off the service, thinking the other week, like, oh, is that because they're going to be talking about the second one? Then they want to get sales for the first one. No, it's because they're going to release a PS five version. Okay, yeah. <laughs> mm. they know what they're doing. Yeah. The kids know what they're doing. Yeah, um, they but do. yeah, but <laughs> they do. regardless Every of time. taking that off the service, I mean PS plus extra is for the and i know i was banging about new people to the ecosystem but if you get them if they if you're new and you get ps plus extra phenomenal service Mm, of games absolutely amazing and it has been slightly improving this year in terms of the monthly drops as well there was a couple of months there i think it was february march were really really strong April and May, not so much. So there has been slight improvements as well because I feel as though we've not spoken enough about, you know, about the PS Plus monthly editions being that great. And I, they haven't been. Let's not beat around the bush. Mm. You know, February was when we got Horizon Forbidden West, Tekken 7, The Quarry, Resident Evil 7, Ace Combat, Scarlet Nexus, Borderlands 3. You know, they all got added to the to the service and then even the premium got things like Legend of the Dragoon, Dragoon and Wild Arms 2. So... Yeah, the service has definitely been improving, but I think there's still a long way to go for people, like you said, like us, Ben, who are seasoned gamers that have already played that extra collection that's now the only one you've got. Yeah, it's not, um, not, for for seasoned gamers, I don't think it's quite the same. I, I, I unsubscribed, so it's not, it's not, but. It's a phenomenal service. It's just it doesn't offer anything to me because I've all the big games on there. I've got them. You've, you've played, yeah. yeah. Played them, you've played them. So yeah, that's it. That's that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. I get that. But I you're also that. you're but, also sorry, mate. Go. I was gonna say, but what I would say is, you know, 19 million people joined the PS joined PS5 this year last year, and then 
forecasted 25 million more will mm. this year so for those people obviously again depending on how many of them are, are, are new adopters and things I think PlayStation spoke about a 30% were new customers. Mm. So that's a lot of millions of people who haven't touched these games yet. It certainly is, so. yeah. But you're, you're also seeing the um, the PS5 version of games now appearing in the service, like Ghost of Tsushima, uh, yeah. Director's Cuts in there, Uncharted 4 PS5 versions now in there. Um, yeah, you've got Last of Us Remastered, not the remake, but it, it, give it another six months, you know that's going to be in there. Yeah. Some, yeah, because yeah, I know everyone played Last of Us, well, majority of PlayStation players played it, and then when they announced this remake and the remake came out, everyone was questioning it, saying this is a waste, why are you doing this, there's no point doing it, and again, it was a game that was aimed at new adopters of the console because the TV show was coming out. Yeah, and the yeah. game sold millions upon millions of copies because of the TV show, and they sold millions more PlayStation 5s for that reason as well. So the, 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 the everything they do, they always have a reason for, whether we know it or not, that, you know, behind the scenes and stuff, things make sense. They've probably looked at the numbers and gone, right, yeah. literally, we've got this service sat here that costs us to run and there's only X amount percentage that are using it now, now with two, two and a half years, three years into the generation. So they've probably looked at the numbers and it's just not being used as much as, you know, they thought it would. So it probably makes more business sense their side. Oh, you're 100% right. You know, they're, all of these decisions are calculated and they know it's, they have evidence that they know exactly what they're doing. Um, so, oh, yeah. The one yeah. thing about Sony and Nintendo is they know how to make money out of games. Yeah, That's fucking right. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's that, or Jim Ryan has one of their magic eight balls and he just asks it a question every day and shakes it and base all PlayStation's decisions on that. <laughs> that eight ball is fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the um, the last a little bit of news just came out tonight actually, which which was a nice feel good thing, which was uh, Gorilla confirming they had a, a twenty year anniversary blog on the PlayStation, well PlayStation blog, PlayStation website that Horizon Forbidden West sold eight point four million units, bringing the total sales of Horizon to thirty two point seven, which I think fuck Horizon is popular. I think that's the I think that's the fourth or fifth. In terms of gaming series, you could say for for PlayStation highest, um, that's that's uh, that's a monumental number, and that's obviously the reason why Horizon's being hoored out to everybody at the moment. But eight point four million confirmed, which I think at the end of the year, someone kind of worked out almost to that point number actually that the sales are about eight million based on like NPD data and stuff. So whoever called that on Twitter, fair play, because you um, you were pretty damn close. It's it's certainly not a number to be sniffed at is it i mean the last of us um sold about 30 million before i think remake came out so i think i think it was about 30 odd million and then the second one last of us 2 sold about 10 so that was a three to one kind of like or or one to three play ratio of the of the second game and so Mm -hmm. horizon was a bit less than that i don't know what the expectations were because they've banked a lot on this franchise haven't they they they're they're doing dlcs they've done the second game they're going to do a third game they've got the vr experience they're going to do the multiplayer game as well was it so they they are backing this series to the hilt and it is delivering on those numbers but it's not delivering as strongly as as like the Last of Us did as a, as a franchise. So I, d- I wonder what their internal expectations were on that. But yeah, big numbers nonetheless. 
they just want to keep it away, keep them away from doing one of them. What was that awful game they made, series they made before Horizon? Killzone, that was it, yeah. Oh, but yeah. Keep, keeping them far as away that from as possible, but... Yeah, it's, yes. it's 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 amazing. It's you know it's it's good numbers. It's a like I say, it's not to be sniffed at. It's really good numbers. The games are selling seventy quid a pop. You know, it's uh, that's a lot of zeros at the uh, in the bank there for them. But it's it's good. It's awesome. I I played both games. Bought both games. It wasn't. It's probably my least favorite PlayStation franchise. Um, the, the second the second game, it, I got bored of the first one over halfway through when you're just running back and forth and then you got to make them stupid things to fast travel and things like that. And the second one was just the first game, but more beautiful. Um, <laughs> and, the, and the ending didn't wow me. I wasn't very like, oh, God, I can't wait to play the next. And I was like, meh, okay. You know, this primitive yeah. woman in the future, so to speak, is gonna, you know, take you know, take on all these future high tech super weapon people and, and beat them. It's I don't know. And she annoys me. She just speaks to everyone like she's annoyed all the time. And <laughs> yeah, she does do that in the second you one. You leave she? Aloy alone. Yeah. She goes through a lot. I, I quite. She's gone through a lot. I liked Horizon. <laughs> I liked the idea. I liked the games. Uh, but I did fall off them because they got a bit samey after the 15, 20 hour mark for me. So I did, I did unfortunately drop off. But this, um, this is even more impressive, I think, because like we just said, it's in the PS Plus Extra service, isn't it? Uh, Forbidden yeah. West, that is, after, what, February or something this year, so or January or something. So it's to still sell those numbers despite being in the service for the last few months. Like, that's that's brilliant, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, and to be fair, they did say on the blog post, and it's been played by a lot more because obviously, Maybe. you know, they did yeah. mention the fact that it's been on streaming services. So, be interesting to see how well the DLC sold. You know, yeah, that I, I don't would know. Be interesting. I don't know what DLC uptakes are. You know, you know, do they do they budget for twenty percent update? Is that is yeah. that uptake? Is that is that low? That, it would be see, nice to know. Low. Yeah, it would be nice yeah. to know what the average is and then what the uptake. Because this one, you said fifteen quid, didn't you? This one, a bargain at fifteen pounds. Yeah, yeah there absolute you go. bargain. Yeah, you know, because I guess I suppose if you look at the if you look at the completion rates of the game, if you really wanted to look at it, that right away tells you the maximum uptake because it's end game. So if you didn't ah, complete yes. the game, you're okay. not going to buy it. But even if it was an end game, how many people would buy a game? Sorry, buy a DLC they didn't finish. So really, your up your completion is your maximum uptake on a perfect world anyway so i think you're right because that's why this because this was a pure end game dlc wasn't it Correct. and they wouldn't yeah. produce a pure end game dlc if 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 they knew that dlcs were only really purchased by people who completed it anyway yeah surely yeah indeed and showcase gentlemen i wanted to talk about showcase because it's been rumored all week that it's coming dates of may 25th round about there slash june 1st and 2nd are kind of being pipped i think this this story started off with i think it was andy at vgc who's usually pretty reliable and of course grub then fucking jumped on it although i've oh i've heard that too funny that mate um hey so leave off we grub got, um you know i i got numerous numerous messages in about this on our on our google form about the showcase and a couple of questions that were kind of relevant which we'll talk about is with all the rumors of a showcase what do you want to see um lads and someone else said 
I want to see some shadow drops, quick releases during the showcase. I feel PlayStation is a little light on games this year, and that was from Andy. Andy again. Um, yeah. So yeah, guys, what do you want to see, and what do you think we will see? Well, well, I, the only thing I want to say first, I'll, I'll let BMG have a go, is that I think this could be huge because I think mm-hmm. that they would have been preparing this showcase during all the ABK stuff where that buzz was yep. happening. And so they went, if that did go the way they didn't want to go it to go, they wanted to come out with a bang. And the fact that the ABK deal looks like it's going south, they will even now want to go with an absolute banger. So I th- I'm looking forward to this state of play showcase, whatever you want to call it. And I'm actually, for once, I mean, last year or two, I every time you get one, I'm like, oh, fuck it. I'm going to be disappointed again. But this time, I am sure I will not be. <laughs> but yeah, yep. hear your thoughts first. Well, the last time we had a PlayStation showcase was 2021, September 2021. So we've not had a showcase since then. It's all been state of plays where it's like been smaller games or dedicates like God of mm. War or Horizon or indie games or VR games. So we haven't had a big show for quite a long time. And they've got what? Well, now 23 studios and all making games and announced projects. The rumors are circling like mad at the moment for Metal Gear Solid 3 Remake. Yes. Yeah. Arguably the probably the best Metal Gear Solid game. I absolutely love Snake Eater. Um, there's been clips on the on the internet on Twitter. I forgot her name. She she actually did the original song Snake Eater. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And. And she's re-recorded that song, and she stood there with the, you know, the cat with the eye patch and the knife in its mouth. Uh, so it's it's everything's pointing that it's going to be there. Um, Konami was originally having an E3 press conference, but obviously E3's no more. Rest in peace. And um, so it's like, where are they going to go? Are they just going to do their own thing? Are they just going to source out these, you know, games to different showcases? We I, we would probably have said Summer Games Fest, but you know the rumor is now that Sony have play, paid exclusivity for they've already got Silent Hill Two remake, yeah, um, but also Metal Gear Solid Three remake, which ah, I the, the I hope it's there. I I will literally tug on my testicles and hop on one leg if that game gets announced. Exclusive to PlayStation Five. We need, we need to see that. We need oh to see yeah, that. oh yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm all for <laughs> do it. You, do you not think they might go Metal Gear Solid One just to because no, no. But the, remember the 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 fan, but like a lot of new gamers weren't even alive like during the the hype of the Metal Gear Solid kind of one two you know building that reputation isn't that something which would be more appealing I know three is the more complex viewed as the more complex and and better one to be doing but don't you think three's the time the start of the timeline yeah. you see three's three's so technically the first game right okay so it makes yeah. sense to start it if they're gonna go down if they're gonna do them all do you think they go chronologically three, you go three yeah. one two is that the yes. order yes yeah, mm. yeah, because three is how well be three, and then well, they wouldn't redo really five, obviously, but technically go three five. Yeah, 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 and then one, two, four. But uh, there's no need to redo five at any well, no. any new stage. I wouldn't think. Yeah, because it's like, me- yeah, Metal Gear Solid Three. Um, you find out how Big Boss became Big Boss. 
Um, I, I won't spoil anything because it's a really, really, really good story, and it's uh, it's, it's a good, good game. I didn't like the eating side of it and having to patch yourself up constantly, eat every ten mm. minutes. That that bit was annoying, but in general, yeah. it was it was a really, really good game, good story. Um, but yeah, it's yeah, you would have that first, uh, then you yes, you would go five, then you would go one, two, and then four because four is the actual game that explains everything in all the games and how it all connects and how the first one connected and it, it's 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 crazy you know you playing him out of order but um because the rumor also is that blue point are working on the Metal Gear Solid 1 remake or remaster. Um, but I think Blue Point came out and said we're working on an original on an original AAA IP. Oh, which right. a lot a lot of people have taken that as, oh, it's a new IP, it's a new IP. It's like, no, that's not what they said. They said they're working on a an original AAA IP. An original AAA IP could be Metal Gear Solid, the first one, because it is a AAA IP and it's an original seats, you know, you can, it's one of them, it's rather, they've just, the way they worded it to confuse people, or they are actually working on a, an original IP. That, that is an interesting, it's it's, I hadn't, yeah, I hadn't thought of it mm. like that, but yeah, go on then, yeah, I'll take yeah. that. That's it. That. That's, that's it, because the, the rumour for a while is that Blue Point were working on Metal Gear Solid 1 as a, as a remake, pretty much what they did, or remaster, what they did with Dead Soul, uh, Demon Souls, yeah, yeah Demon Souls. Souls. They did yeah. a phenomenal job with that game. It's Amazing. fucking beautiful. Like, I love that game. Absolutely love it. And compare it to Elden Ring, man. <laughs> it's like oh, night yeah. and day. <laughs> it is, and it's, you know, they do amazing games. They remake amazing games. Probably one of the best um, studios I know that can do that, you know, to the, to the abilities that they, that they do. But, I still think Blue Point. That is what they're working on. They've been working on it for a while, whatever it is. So I very much think that we will get an announcement of whatever it is they are doing at the showcase, which is rumored. I think the week of May twenty fifth. I think it is. Yeah, um, right about there. Yeah. 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 The the only thing I'd say about the Blue Point thing is is that I, I don't believe they're working on Metal Gear. And the reason for that is, is it's Catch-22 here because someone found a tweet from Bluepoint back in 2019 heavily hinting they were working on Castlevania. And there's been more rumours about Castlevania getting remade than Metal Gear Solid 1. Now, again, could be a coincidence because you've got to think, well, Sony acquired Bluepoint, I want to say September, October 21, round about there. If they've been working on Castlevania since 2019, that's a long time to work on a remake. Mm. So, you know, I'm, I'm possibly aware there. It just seems a coincidence, you know, this tweet got found. It's a random one that Bluepoint made. Um, you know, the, the Konami thing is is heavily doing the rounds at the moment. You know, we all we all know obviously Silent Hill 2 is getting remade. It's obviously PlayStation exclusive. I think a lot of us had the assumption that PlayStation wanted to announce this as part of their own sort of their own showcase but i think you know the whole like like you mentioned ben the whole abk thing was playing on their mind let's not try and show off too much of what we're doing but i guess the um the, the time has come so i do feel that third parties are going to play a big part of um this potential showcase because we don't know a lot about you know what these third and second parties are making we really don't it's all been we know 
X amount of live service is coming. We all know this, and obviously we'll, we'll speak about that when we when we speak about PlayStation's twenty twenty three. But um, we don't know a lot. We don't know a lot of titles, and in terms of first party, we know even less. So forgetting third party, I really want to see some first party stuff. I know we're going to get a lot of Spider Man. We'll probably get. 10, 15 minutes of Spider-Man. Yeah. We might yeah. even get some Final Fantasy 16, which to be honest, I don't want. We've seen enough now. It's coming out. It's a They're few weeks away at this point. They will. I know, but we don't need to see it. True. Um, We've seen too much, if anything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We don't need to see any mm. more of it. But I'm quite interested to see as well if we see any hardware. You know, Sony's working on a shit ton of stuff behind the scenes. We know it. Um, are we going to see in that? We're going to see this new um, disc driveless PlayStation Five that will yeah. obviously be a, a, an attachable. Are we going to see anything about sort of Project Q and things like that? So there's kind of there's things there that I want to see as well, not just games. So I mean, this this potentially could be massive, but we might we might not see half of what we're expecting. Yeah. We're, we're asking a lot. We, we are asking, asking a lot. lot. We are asking a lot, but I do think you've hit the nail on the head with the first party stuff. Like I do think we. Need need a, a a bit because people are looking beyond and going we don't really know they've got these 10 live service games or have you and yeah. surely we've got to be seeing last of us factions multiplayer yeah. it's got to, surely you'd be thinking that could they throw something like ghost of Tsushima 2 into the mix something like that i doubt we're going to see anything wolverine related because spider-man will dominate so i doubt they'll I show agree. it off at the same time mm-hmm. um but yeah live service it's it's now a couple of years in we haven't heard a lot about these I, but one of the things i do think they will lean into they have to surely is psvr2 um yeah i think astrobot in some capacity they need to push something and we've heard nothing on half-life alex have we so get that on the service like pay the money get that we need to have some kind of as i've said numerous times vr survives only with collusion and half-life alex coming to psvr would be a huge move that finally it's moving on to 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 that headset that it's not being landlocked out it's uh vr is in a state and PlayStation need to be the driving force because they are the one that could really shift units if they do it right. They need to start bringing some of these exclusives and other ones onto their own own platform. It's the only way it'll survive. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because we, we we got a we got a question and there's not a name on it. And it's and it, but it's a point and a question that I've been disappointed by PSVR two so far and unsure where it goes from here. Where are the first party support for VR two? Now I don't Great know if that question. means that person's got one. It says they've been disappointed by it. It doesn't allude to the fact they've got one or not, but. That's kind of, I think that's a familiar question because I think PSVR owners, you know, there's a few of them out there. I think there's, I think there's plenty games across the board. There's 30 or whatever, but mm. there's only one first party. What I would say is a proper game, you know? Yes. If I said it once, I've said it a thousand times. There's not a fucking chance I'm buying a PSVR 2 and sitting at night by myself playing Beat Saber. That's not <laughs> yeah. what, that, yeah. that for me is not what I'm, that's not what I console game for. It's also the look forward, isn't it? Like, I'm all for having a nice selection on day one, but it's like you like to know where things are moving forward. And that's the that's yeah. the difficulty with PSVR 2 because maybe they don't know. and uh, Or if they do have an idea, the future isn't particularly bright because they haven't said anything unless they say it here. 
Um, yeah. This this is the time to start because otherwise the whole disappointing PSVR two sales trope. Well, yes, and it's highly understandable. What do you expect? Yeah. Have you got VR two BMG? No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't pick it up. Um, I waited to see what was coming out for it, and like most of the games I'd already played on PSVR one, which by far had the better you know, launch lineup than the PSVR 2 has. Um, I was disappointed that they didn't have an Astrobot because Astrobot is, you know, it's quite a big franchise for mm. for the um, for the VR side of stuff and it's really, really good. And they haven't I think they missed the boat there with that, but there's a lot of games that like you say they could have got for that lineup. Just, you know, Half Life Alex would have been a big system seller for the PSVR, especially with the dual sense features and haptics in the yeah, headset. Yeah, massively. It would be a huge win, but for whatever reason, maybe you know there could be numerous reasons for that. Um, struggling to convert it to the PSVR too, and maybe Valve and that just didn't want it to be on there. They would just want it on their service because, for all we know, they're working on something. It's we don't we don't know we don't know, but I don't think we're gonna get. Anything hardware-wise or anything, I think this showcase is just going to be games. A lot of studios, a lot of the studios have been quiet for so long. It's like, we know we're not going to get anything from Santa Monica um, because... Obviously, we've got a war just coming out in December. They're now working on a new IP, so they literally just started development. When Gorilla, we may get a tease of their for, of their live service game for Horizon. Yeah, and there was there was some leaks a couple of months ago with some screenshots. So there's a good chance we're going to get a vertical slice of that. Uh, Naughty Dog. They, you know, they've just started working on their new new game, which they, I think, it was Neil Druckmann said last month that you know they've already started working on the IP they've picked. Obviously, they can't tell us, so <laughs> yeah. that that's going to be a year, two years before we hear anything from them. Insomniac, yeah, it's going to be Spider Man Two. It's because from the you know from the um, what's he called? Is it Tony Todd is that his name? Yeah, Venom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Andy Miner. Yeah, yeah, he he, you know, turned around and pretty much told everyone it's coming out in September and yes, ramping yeah, up he in did, August. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was crazy, man. Yeah, I cannot but, believe a season pro like that thought that was appropriate. Yeah, yeah. like Christ, like what the actual fuck, was man that? alive! I don't don't theorize, <laughs> don't hypothesize on on the platform that you've got. Like that is just not. Yes, yeah. oh, that's not a good show. But yeah, yeah. but it would make it makes sense because. The, from what we've heard so far coming from Insomniac and things like that, that Spider-Man 2 is pretty much, it's there, it's in them final stages. So it'd be cool if it comes out in September. It'd be it'd be nice, but if it does come out in September, that I, that would say to me there is another first-party game coming out for the, um, the holiday period. Because pretty much, apart from Spider-Man 2, we don't know any game that's a first-party game that is out this year apart from yeah. that one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, you've, yeah. I mean, that, that's a common complaint at the moment. That's what a lot of people out there are saying in a game with a few questions relating to that, you know, um, the, the fact that it is very, very light on first-party. Um, and again, we can maybe save that discussion for you know when we when we talk about the yeah. 2023, hmm. given the fact that, yeah, we, we've only had a DLC... Spider-Man and 
you could okay, you could argue Final Fantasy sixteen is not first part, of course it's not, but it might as well be Square Enix. It be might as well be, you yeah. Know, it's, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's not be around the bush. So yeah, I think that's a, I think that's a valid point. Do you think either of you we will get any big surprises in terms of maybe a big AAA, either first, second, third party that's going to launch before the end of the year? Do you think that? Will, yes, will, I, I think do? so. I, I think we have mm-hmm. to. I really think we have to. I think PS. Uh, I think PlayStation has been light. I think they uh, they need something. I think uh, actually, you look across the um the the big three consoles and Microsoft aren't exactly delivering, but at least you know kind of what's on the horizon. The other two are looking extraordinarily light, and they have to show something. So yeah. I really think that I mean, obviously Spider Man's coming out, and that's that's their big one. But they need one more. I think that's that's how I would call it. I would be surprised if it came from first party this year. I think if there's anything big to come, it's out of second and third party. Yeah, I, it's probably more likely to be a console exclusive. But yeah. it's but I imagine they have to have something big. We've got Final Fantasy is is coming out imminently, and then there'll be Spider Man. But I just there's the one more. I think the one yeah, more. Yeah, one more light. Yeah. Yes, I'd agree with that. BMG, Bungie. They they are because they're they're working on two um, IPs as well as obviously Destiny, um, and they've got separate teams. But from like the leaks that came out not so long ago, was it called Mayhem? I think it was called. Mm-hmm. Um, and that looked way, way, you know, advanced in development. So I, I think we might actually get Bungie's new game this year Oof, because only Destiny is is cross-platform and will remain on all platforms. They never said anything about any other IP they make outside of Destiny. But, mm. yeah, I think this um, Project Mayhem, whatever the game will eventually come, I think that's going to get announced and it's going to be that this year. If not that, it's got to be um, whatever Sucker Punch are working on because they've had a few years now, haven't they, on that one? About Do three, you think Ghost yep, 2 is a possibility? Yeah, mm. oh, yeah. I mean, Ghost 2 is inevitable. That, that game was such a hit and you've got the movie coming out. You know, yeah, and Sony's all right, about this cross-media right, yeah. now that, yeah, a Ghost 2 is, you put your mortgage on it. Um, but I, I think it's a bit early to see that this year. Um, what about seeing a little bit of... Uh, they're not going to show Final Fantasy VII Rebirth because of 16 being shown, yeah, I imagine. I don't but, think you'd want to, But that's to, been yeah. so quiet, and I wouldn't mind seeing a little bit of Death Stranding too, but they're not going to show that either. No, but, it's far too early. Yeah. But I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd get hyped all over again if I saw something on that. Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> but listen, even some teaser stuff, but the thing is, is that I think Sony learned their lesson years ago about teasing things too early and for me you know like microsoft xbox made that mistake and Mm. then falling over you know very rarely do sony announce something as in not i don't i mean announcing oh we're working on this ip as in this is the game we're working on rarely does that get announced and not land within a year Rarely. And if it does, it's just, you know, it's delays, it's inevitable delays, but it's it's normally within that 12 months, always. So I don't think they'll go down that route of showing little teaser things too early. I, th- I think we get a second teaser for Abandoned. 
<laughs> yes i'd fucking love that you know <laughs> uh, this whole time it was it was actually legit the oh, entire I'd time and, fucking be all and, over it yeah and this guy's just a comic genius and he's just been trolling us this whole time oh yeah. it'd be immense that'd oh. be funny as fuck everyone would lose their shit yeah oh, they would. So good. They would. there was there was actually yeah. a game um i can't i think i can't remember the name of it it was um I think it was October time last year. Uh, PlayStation 5 exclusive, third party. And it's one of them 4v1 games. And I remember there was like four like military guys who were in this like underground cave where there was a, you know, like a complex labs and stuff that were going like that. And then the player was playing some sort of alien monster. And it's all in the dark and you've got to use the light to find your way around. And that was PlayStation 5 exclusive. And it's that's meant to be coming out this year. It was uh, announced last year for coming this year. But I think it's just one of them trailers that was dropped, you know, like on... I can't remember the name of the studio on the on the Twitter account, on their Twitter account. Oh, right, it wasn't okay. announced by PlayStation. Mm. But... Mm. Yeah, I'd have to. I'd have, I'd have to see if I can. I can find it. But yeah, that's coming this year, and that, I suppose that could be a live service. One of the live yep. services. Yeah, could be not on the many. Uh, yeah. Yes. Cool. No, I said. I mean, like you. You know, I'm excited to see what this showcase is. I'm assuming you know the dates are lining up within the next fortnight because it's going to then land right before summer showcase, right before the Xbox and Bethesda one, right before the Starfield one, right before Ubisoft one. Getting in there early is a bit of a fucking fuck you, isn't it? It is, um, it is, and I think they could blow everything out of the water if they do it right. Oh, if they do it right, yeah, Yeah. particularly if Spider-Man is as good as I think, and I'm sure we all think it's going to be, I think Spider-Man is going to be out of this world good. I, ho- I hope show, you're right. I hope yeah, you're if right. you show 10, 15 minutes of quality footage, I think everyone goes, fucking hell. I, 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 loved, yeah. I loved the first one, and then playing Mars Morales years later, I was just extremely disappointed. I remember um, you saying that, and, and just equally as gobsmacked him. Well, it's just like, I don't know, I was playing it and I go, is this the game that I enjoyed? Like, is this what you do when you game? Like, this is so gamey. This is so fucking hell. And it was straight, and then went into God of War, which felt exactly the same way. And it's like, okay, right. Is this, is this how we game now? These fucking... So, I don't know. I'm really hoping that this sparks it off again for me. Because I did love that first one I played it. Just going back was not the experience that I thought it was. Mm, interesting. Well, yeah, we'll hope. Well, it could be amazing. On, eh? on that bombshell, <laughs> let's move on to what we've been playing, shall we? <laughs> yes. Um, BMG man, what have you? Uh, what have been playing recently? Um, well, I've been. A lot of people who do know me know I am a big Destiny two fan. Um, so been jumping back into Destiny. I tried jumping in before, but the uh, servers are down for for maintenance. I misjudged the time. Um. But oh, I love Destiny. But best live service FPS game on the planet. Yeah. Absolutely awesome. Um I've start, I started again. Um I've switched to Titan now. I've come I've always played Warlock, but you know when you you play the same character repeatedly for years and you just get to that point where you're just that fed up, you don't enjoy playing that character anymore. I hit that. Yeah. I hit that point. So I've started fresh as a Titan. It's just, it's just awesome. Superman punch flying through the air, smashing people in the face. Oh, it's just so much fun. Um, 
And I've also been playing, the only other game I've actually been playing is Jedi Survivor on the PlayStation 5 side, which has just received another patch today. Um, yeah, I know, and, 30 gig. <laughs> yeah, and if I'm honest, I, I got the game, I know a lot of people have had issues, I've had none. Apart from the lucky bastard, the only thing, the only issue I had was his hair seemed to be like really glossy. But other than that, I've had no crashes, no frame rate dips, no poppings. It's literally played absolutely bob on. Um, <laughs> this patch they've dropped today, um, I've, I've literally, it's just constant screen tearing poppings, things just looking blurry when I'm literally stood in front of me and I'm just like, what the hell have they tried fixing? Because whatever they've done it's knackered my game um, Wow, that's, that's interesting That's what I've been having since day one, all the things you said there. I've yeah. had numerous issues with this game sadly Yeah I, uh, I, I rolled the credits on it yesterday and I, I started writing the review last night um, and, and put a bit more of the review this afternoon and you know, sitting talking about all the good things of which there is a lot, you know, the game itself, as in the game mechanics, are fucking brilliant. Mm-hmm. But that performance and ugliness is so tough. And mm. I've had to and, and, and I and I've and I've scored it and I've scored it right down and I and I've put in the first paragraph, you know, listen, anyone who does read this, I'm scoring this right down because I have to score it on my um my playthrough and what I've had to face and yeah, okay, a patch down the line may fix that, but that's not what I played. And it's um it's 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 sad to see because I really enjoyed that game. But thankfully nothing was game breaking. It was just so ugly from start to finish. Yeah, mm. I I'm I'm kind of with Donnie. I've had a couple of crashes, but you get crashes in games. I think I've had three or so. Uh and, and I did have some game breaking stuff at the start, which I found funny, but it was right at the start, so that's fine. Uh where it wouldn't let me progress any further and actually came up with a warning on the screen saying your game is fucked go back to a previous save point um so but i think gameplay wise this game is fucking phenomenal i'm enjoying it so much it is ugly it's a fucking ugly game (laughs) but um but my god i don't care i don't give a fuck (laughs) it is is so fun to play (laughs) um having a blast i'm playing it handheld most of the time because looks better than it does on the fucking tv um so yeah it's uh it's just a blast i'm absolutely absolutely loving it it's better than the previous game in my oh yes um in my opinion i didn't finish the previous one but this one is a definite finish it's just just loving the story loving the characters the combat's fantastic and uh, you know i said about spider-man and about god of war like i felt i always said like i felt that they were so gamey um the difference between those and this i think is because those had um, they've got these cut, massive cutscenes and all that kind of stuff. This hasn't really got that. It's all like they have small cutscenes and then go, but it all feels very natural. The other one just the, like God of War felt very jarring for me. It was it was like you have these grand spectacle, and then I'm in this really predefined game world from there. But then this is kind of like that, but it just it just works, and the Star Wars environment for that just really really works for that feeling natural. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm all in, but, um, I do think it's ugly. I was hoping that that patch was going to fix it. I actually had somebody yesterday say to me that they've been watching streamers play and they were like, oh, it's visually stunning. I was like, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Are you you blind? (laughs) 
know. I know. What um what stances have you guys been using? I am single and blaster. Yes. PMG. Oh, I'm using the um twin lightsabers and double bladed. And I just it's it's I just remember you remember playing um Forced Unleashed 2 where you've got both the lightsabers running around slicing people up. I love it. Absolutely love it. It just yeah. reminds me of that. But yeah, I'm only I put about halfway through it at the moment, but I don't I blaster I'm a Jedi. Jedi don't use blasters. Yeah. Come, on. <laughs> Come on. I get that, but the blaster is so much fun. And it it really is. It's just I, I use that for ninety percent of the game. Um, Did you? Oh, it's, it's definitely yeah. my secondary. It's definitely yeah. I pull it. I pull it out when I'm in a bit of trouble. Need a bit of range. <laughs> need, to, yeah. need to take something yeah. out. That's when I. That's when I pull it out. But uh, yeah, do you, is that your main? Was it? <laughs> yeah, ninety percent of the game was played with the blaster. Yeah, fuck me. Yeah, that's how I just really enjoyed it, and it just and it was difficult because because you're using the blaster. Yeah, it's great for range, which was perfect, and the little sort of dead eye you can do, but you had very limited um, lightsaber skills. Which made the game very difficult. So yeah, I your fence are on you, basically. Yeah, I had I had to be. <laughs> I, I, I played it on normal. And I never dropped it because the game is hard as balls. Um, so I actually made it a challenge. You have to get your your parry pretty fucking spot on in this game if you're playing blaster. Yeah, yeah. I I do think the the difficulty in this game. Now, there have been a couple of moments, uh, and one boss in particular I had to switch to playing back on my monitor as opposed to playing in handheld uh, because I was like, I think it took like, like four times dying on the handheld. I was like, this isn't right. <laughs> Did it first time on the monitor, but I could tell then that was a difficulty spike. Um, but I think it's easier than the first game, wouldn't you say? Yes, definitely. Yes. Yeah. It's, but the uh, first game's very linear. Um I enjoyed the first, uh, the story for the first game, uh, as it stands at the moment from how far I am into the new one, the story in the first game is a lot better so far, um, pers- personally, and, and how the first game ends, you know, and you have the flashbacks to the, the moment that Palpatine gives Order 66 and, and you're escaping all the way f- you know, as a Padawan, mm. you know, youngling, whatever they call him, and all the, you know, clone troopers are trying to kill you and that. Absolutely brilliant, and yeah, but yeah, it's 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 a good game. I, I do enjoy this new one. I've I've, I've got a lot more to play, but I, I might have to wait for another patch because it feels unplayable at the moment. Um, I just where the point I'm at, it's just so open world at the point where I'm at, and it's just like it's just a screen tear. It's just it's just too hard to play. It's mm. I don't think I'm, I'm going to have to wait. I, I had no issues until. This latest patch just dropped, and it's just it's just ruined my game experience. That's a real shame. That's a, that's yeah, a f- that's I hope I hope because I I installed the uh, update before this pod, and I'm going to play it afterwards. But I'm hoping I'm not going to get even even worse than I I had because they had fixed it slightly. I did think the patch that they released, the one gig one order, seemed to make things slightly better. Hmm. Uh, just but, the frame yeah. rate for me. That was all it fixed. It made the frame rate more stable. Didn't fix anything else. Yeah, but it's interesting you say about the linearity there because I'm treating this as a linear game because I just want to kind of get through Tears of the Kingdom comes out on Friday need to, need to crack on um, but yeah I'm just treating it as like linear like it's just yes you could choose which planet whatever to go on or where which direction you go in but when I'm there I'm just I'm just bulldozing it and uh, and treating it like that is just I'm finding it so much fun just just treating it as just like a, a go for the objective type game uh, good good 
Have you played anything else, Ben, or just Jedi? It's 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 really been Jedi because Tears of the Kingdom, like I said, comes out. Yeah. I I'm, I'm kind of balls to the wall on this one, trying to get it done. <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, no. So I think I think Tears of the Kingdom is going to be fucking massive. Holy yeah, shit! Yeah, it's going to be huge. Um, and that's going to take up a lot of your time coming up, buddy. Yeah, and there's the uh, Diablo Four uh, beta this weekend, and you know yeah. I'm I'm a, I'm a Diablo guy, so this weekend yeah, is yeah, yeah. is a, it's a as well. yeah this this weekend is a big weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Remember to shower and try and get some sleep. Okay, I cannot guarantee any of that. <laughs> <laughs> good okay um lastly just moving on then um your, your homework your assignment that you were given by me which was i felt this you know was a good opportunity at the start of this podcast to discuss playstation's 2023 um what we've liked what we've don't like good the bad and, and again go into as much detail as you want here we've obviously you know we've covered a couple of points um you know feel free to elaborate if you need to um there's been numerous kind of questions or or, or, or points in. Um, listen, you know, BMG, we'll come to you first. Um, yeah, listen, just say what you want to say. What uh, what, what what points do you have? Uh, well, as as I sort of said to you when you gave this homework, I like to do things on the fly. Think of, say, first thing that comes off the top of my head. Um, and uh, PlayStation 2023, as, as we all know, we don't know a great deal. A lot of it's speculation think what's going to happen what we think we're going to see what we want to see um you know, we know spider-man's going to be a definite we know that's coming that's going to be probably the biggest game i think for playstation in 2023 and um, i'm hoping we'll get a couple of small other projects and um, maybe a glimpse of what haven's working on because they were working on whatever this mystery ip is where before playstation acquired them and obviously playstation have seen it they like what they were doing, and they bought them. And that's out of the ordinary for PlayStation. They normally acquire a studio after they've had that organic growth. And yeah. So they obviously they acquired them, so they clearly like what they're making. Um, but I'm, I'm hoping... I know Sucker Punch, they're working on... We know they're probably working on the new Ghost of Tsushima, but I would love, absolutely love... A announcement of a remaster or a remake. I'll take either of the original Infamous. I'm dying for a new Infamous game or remake of the original. I, I tried going back playing them, and it was just it just doesn't play very well at all. Um, like God, it's weird, isn't it? When you play these games originally, it's like the best thing since sliced bread. And yeah, then you <laughs> yeah, come back right. to them years and years later, and it's like, how the hell did I even play this? It's like, crazy, isn't it? Yeah, Goldeneye. How how excited people <laughs> were for Goldeneye. They they were literally pissing the pants that how amazing this game's going to be because it's in four K sixty. Nah. And then they get it, and they're thinking, what is this shit? Exactly. Don't forget yeah. to drop the patch. <laughs> Fucking said that. I remember <laughs> saying that exact word. Yeah, I be said it as well. What you wish for, people. I said, it, oh, that's that's <laughs> great. Uh, look forward yeah. to Goldeneye playing for ten minutes and then calling it shit and turning yeah. it off. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I lasted ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but longer longer than I am in bed, so that's that's <laughs> <is>. a plus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lucky you. <laughs> oh yeah. <sighs> um, but do you BMG? Do you do you see PlayStation uh, making any more acquisitions this year? It was a question in from Ben. I, I'm assuming Ben, not you, Ben, a different Ben. No, no, I wasn't just. 
boosting the question count. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, I don't think you're going to see anything else this year acquisition-wise. I think the studios that they've recently required, like Nixis, I know Nixis is more of a a support studio. Um, You've got Fire Sprite. Because uh, they're they're working on, uh, I think it's like a, you know, triple A AAA narrative game as well as a second live service game. Um, yeah. yeah, they also of the the acquired um, House Marquee. This was that this year? Was it late last year? House last Marquee? year, last year, that I was think. late last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's the rumor again. They're working on a Returnal two. I hope they're doing something new. I didn't like Returnal. I hated Ooh. the mechanics. Ooh. I hated. I hated getting killed, starting again, and thinking that's as controversial as me not liking Spider Man. Yeah, that's pretty bad, buddy. It's it's just one of them because then everything just changes round, and I'm one of them thinking, right, I've died in this place, right, now I know what's here, make my way back, and then fix my mistake, and then oh no, everything's changed round again. Oh, I'm dead again. Turn this game. Welcome to Rogies, baby. (laughs) Quality (laughs) roguelike. Yeah, Yeah. I need. I was close to snapping my dual sense in half because that game just pushed me to that point. <laughs> Fantastic. Wow. I screamed Love at it. the dog as if it was the dog's fault. So do you do you play Dark Souls at all or not? <laughs> no, no. Uh, I've, I I played Elden Ring for an hour and I couldn't get past a stupid guy on a horse. Right, yeah, you weren't supposed again. to. You're not, you were yeah, supposed you to ignore him. Yeah. him. You just walk yeah. past him. That's how you get past nope. him. Nope. Yeah. Nobody told me that. I'm just charging at him. You know, oh, um, I, I was I was a mage. I'm stood there waving my stick left and right, and he just charges at me dead. Hmm. Right. I'll try and do it from a distance. I stand on this ledge. Stand on this ledge. Wave me little stick, and then oh, what does this guy do? He just jumps up with his horse. Boom. Dead. Yeah, he'll get so, you. He'll get you. <laughs> I went. I went straight onto the Xbox store. Said my son ordered this by mistake. I didn't order it. And got refunded. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, oh. uh, but uh, yeah, I'm. I really want to see something new from Bungie. I love Destiny. It's. I, I love it more than Halo. Halo to me is dead. It should be gone and buried for a very long time. Um, with the very disappointing Halo Infinite. And even even they thought it was disappointing to the point they sacked off the management and cancelled all the um, story expansions for the game. Yeah, it was disappointing. So, I still played 100 hours of it, but it was disappointing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I was disappointed that they didn't have the, the, the co-op at the start because that is how I play Halo. I don't like playing it on my own because I just don't enjoy it on my own. I, there's a lot of PlayStation games, the story, narrative, cinematic games... I enjoy on my own because it's like that experience is for me. But like things like that, them sort of games, I've always played them with other people and enjoyed it more because it's always crazy shit happens when there's multiple people playing. Um, well, anyway, uh, Sony, no, we're not talking Xbox. <laughs> but yeah, yeah I, th- I, th- I think we'll get, I'm hoping Bungie's um, new games announced um, so maybe some gameplay maybe a release date for this year again Blue Point I'm, I'm so convinced that they're metal, making Metal Gear Solid um, I, I would bet money on it that we're getting Metal Gear Solid remake from them it's just I, I can feel it in my balls way deep down at my balls around my ankles I can feel it it's coming uh, what else have we got? Bend, Bend Studio, because yeah, they've been quiet as fuck as well. Yeah, 
Well, they made they made Days Gone, um, and we know they made the pitch. It's literally soon after Days Gone had come out. They made the pitch for Days Gone Two, uh, and they were shot down and told no for whatever reason. I wonder, I wonder if that's changed now that obviously that Herman Holst is um, is heading up studios. I wonder if that's changed. We we're just assuming they're not doing Days Gone Two, but that was a few you know, that was a few years ago now. You know, I think Days know. Gone Two would sell as well. I think it would sell. Oh yeah, it would. Because thing is, Days so Gone now. One is a really good game. By the way, I didn't play it at launch because I was done with zombies. I played it when the PS5 upgrade came out, I think I played it then, when I had the 60 patch, and yeah. really enjoyed it, and got the platinum, and thought, oh, this was actually a really good game. It's aged oh, well, hasn't it? On this. Yeah. yeah. I, but I get it was a buggy mess to start with, and that doesn't help. I've got it on you Steam know. Deck. It aged very well. Yeah, um, I really enjoyed yeah. it, and the hordes were brilliant as well, and stuff. I, I Yeah, good game. Mm. But it's, yeah, but after the, the studio head, I don't know if he'd left or if he was sacked, but he, he kind of made a song and a dance about it on Twitter. He did, many mm, times. Yeah. Many and, times. And it's one of them, if if PlayStation didn't, did then greenlight Days Gone 2, it would look more like because of all the song and dance he made about it is why they're doing it, but... Um, I'm, I'm hoping we're going to get some of from. We're going to see some of from them. Maybe if it's a new IP, some a bit different. Maybe like a spiritual successor to Days Gone, so you can have a lot of that mechanics in here, in there, and go a different route. Maybe, but yeah, Ben's been quiet for quite a while now. But again, sucker punch. That's that's probably going to be your biggest game. That's whatever they're doing. I think we'll get an announcement from them, and that. That is going to be like maybe the one more thing or the, the big reveal of the other big game that's going to come out this year. Because I do, because Ghost of Tsushima, if it's number two and if it's based on the same place, the world's pretty much already made. I think it's more, you know, half the work's already done for you. So you could shorten that timeline for when it comes out. But yeah, I, I I think Bend and Sucker Punch are going to be your two biggest studios where we're going to see some of this year. Um, but Bungie's, Bungie's where my money is for the second IP to come out after Spider-Man 2. Good. And you, Ben? I think, I think this question kind of playstation so far from a from a company perspective i think we can all agree that playstation are absolutely smashing it like the we, yeah. we got this we got their sales um kind of figures out recently and how they're going from strength to strength 30 percent up all that kind of jazz whilst the competition is faltering um they're selling recently four to one in terms of xboxes to playstations they're out selling the the switch finally doing well now that playstations are out in the wild everywhere um, from that perspective, PlayStation is going from strength to strength. Um, I think for gamers, personally, I think it's been very poor. I think I think PlayStation this year have been awful. I think um, they had a very strong 2022, an excellent 2022. And that, uh, that was bolstered because of the delays from COVID games, kind of pushing yeah. them into 2022. Now, if COVID hadn't have happened, I think 22 would have been a lot weaker and 2021 would have been better, blah, blah, blah. And it would have been spread a lot nicer. We were spoilt in 2022 with all these fantastic games coming out. And and it really was wall to wall, wasn't it? Like just first party yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and great games. This this year has been largely propped up by third parties. Um, we, we just all talked about Jedi Survivor, games like that, like been propped up there. Um, 
They had an incredible 2022, and this year has largely been dominated by news of Xbox and Activision. And I think that has taken the spotlight off of PlayStation, and they haven't had to do an awful lot to still be... You know, they just do their thing in the background. They haven't had to do anything. A lot of the spotlight's been on ABK, and that's now kind of hit a stumbling block. I think now it's the perfect time for that showcase to kind of show what they're up to. But I, as a as a PlayStation player, I don't play my PlayStation anywhere near as much as I one would have expected to, and 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 two as I used to, um, playing the the other consoles more, because there's no real reason to. The they they did obviously release the PSVR 2 and that's there's no small thing releasing a piece of hardware I'm not not diminishing that that's a huge accomplishment new lineup uh Horizon Call of the Wild was in on that as well they've had the DLC for Forbidden West Forspoken came out but not to great and it's console exclusive uh didn't not to a tremendous kind of uh critical claim it's really we're looking to the next part of the year aren't we um yeah. to to really set the stall now is final fantasy 16 and spider-man 2 enough probably not they're going to show more this is why the showcase is so important i think because i i i do think 2023 has been a bit disappointing am i alone in saying that i don't it's funny because i haven't been able to turn my playstation off this year since new year till today it's on every every single day that console's on and I'm playing something pretty much, you know? Yeah. And yet we've had one DLC first party. Yeah. Which is which is which is quite something. You're right, there's been there's been a shit ton of third party stuff. There's been a lot of backlog again. Things getting added to PlayStation Plus. I think it's you know like it's like especially on the premium side, some of these old games like uh, Legend of Dragoon and stuff. I'm, I'm still playing through. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I've not even started the Final Fantasy Pixel Remasters yet. Yeah. So I've I've got a backlog like you wouldn't believe. My just my JRPG backlog could see me until next year. <laughs> yeah. So so I go well well where's the value for money? The value for money is there because look at everything I'm getting, even if it is light on first party, and I think that's a big thing. We we had a guest on our on our podcast on on the Afterlife podcast, uh, Lono from Reforge Gaming. I think he made a great point was that you know in the last six months, Sony sold ten million PlayStation fives. They're looking to sell twenty five million million this year. Looking at the bigger picture, more people are going to buy a PS five over that say we'll, we'll we'll call it eighteen month period than bought the start of the PS5 generation mm-hmm. and it's almost like you don't want to cannibalize existing sales like look at the price that Ragnarok still is still basically full price yeah. people are still buying that brand new to this day if you start releasing too many games who then buys Ragnarok who then goes and buys Returnal and I think there's a bit of that going on as well it's almost yeah. like they've gone the other side is quite poor we don't need to do much here because the that's whole offering. Now this, and this I is, think that's a, I think that's a really good point. Yeah, I'm just gonna say right, sorry. Just right. 
just a comment that we got just before you say that I could say a comment we got in the guy said uh, there's no name on it again uh, I recently got a hold of a PS5 around Christmas money was tight a lot of last year so I managed to finally get one great yep I'm blown away by the level of games on PS Plus I don't even need to buy and I picked up a used copy of Ragnarok and CAX I'm sorted for games for a long time it's damn right damn right like that that the list on PS Plus is amazing the backlog yeah. on what they've all released on PS5 is amazing you have made an excellent point there which I hadn't really thought of and the fact that Xbox isn't performing fantastically and so perhaps that cannibalizes it doesn't help gamers like us who have been involved from the start and 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 and, and if that is if there is some truth to that it is that's rather annoying um but yeah ex- uh, this is the problem with a lack of gaming competition and we're not going to get into it but you know we we need all sides to be competing with everyone if you're a one console uh gamer uh as many people are whether it's nintendo playstation or xbox you have to want the other ones to be doing well because it really increases competition and if there is some truth in what you're saying donnie that then makes you suffer as a playstation gamer Mm-hmm. because of the lack of competition elsewhere we should a lot of a lot of people that i hear maybe it's the vocal minority or whatever they are so siloed in what they're thinking it's it's not like that you need the other sides to be popping because without that things just start falling apart and i i think uh playstation it, it would appear just because of the strong 2022 seems to be resting resting a little bit in this in this first half of the year um so i don't know yeah great point you just made but it, it's sour yeah. if that's true but when, <laughs> yeah. when you have phil spencer coming out as well saying you know making good games isn't going to help us we can't yeah, that's compete with nintendo though. and sony oh you know you know it's it's like the sony look at it and thinking well we could just keep doing what we're doing because xbox aren't competing or whatever but good you need good games on on any console but yeah playstation they need to they need to come out they need to wow us they need to show us what's coming give us a roadmap of what's coming for the game people that are with day one adopters and only playing the playstation ecosystem yeah it's great for new people coming in you've probably got games for the next couple of years to keep you busy but it's <laughs> yeah. it's the rest of us but playstation are very good because i don't know if you heard was it yesterday the news it, it, it came out that playstation's dual sense of making babies <laughs> yeah, I, I, did, so, yeah. I didn't say anything about this <laughs> no you didn't oh it's just funny yeah, yeah. Uh, two two healthy babies have been born thanks to the dual sense. It's been used in, um, I think the try it's it's a hospital or a couple of hospitals where they've uh, where they're doing the IVF treatment and they've used a dual sense to do it. Because imagine them haptics and um, adaptive triggers to pop that <laughs> sperm in that egg. There, you can you can feel it on the trigger. A bit of pressure. Christ, you can see that juxtaposition. You've got the Xbox controller used in war, and then you've got a PlayStation in, yeah. in pro life. Jesus, that That's is it. an advert waiting to happen, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, someone else asked do you think we'll see factions this year and I, I looked back because I couldn't remember when Druckmann was on stage and he showed that one image of factions and said listen more will come Game Wars. it was June Game last Wars. year yeah, oh, was no, it was June last year oh, summer, was that Summer, summer Games Fest, Fest? Yeah, oh. it was almost a year to the date 
since that. And then, yeah, that then more came out about January time. But it was uh, a year since we've last kind of confirmed that they actually are making faction so yeah um the full question it was stevie i actually got a fucking name on it just stevie um will we see any of the live service games this year they've told us there are 10 coming but we don't really know of any except for factions um yeah mm. yeah you're gonna see you're gonna factions is it's gonna be shown at the playstation showcase whether it comes out this year or not mm, is is debatable. Yeah. yeah. I think his question set that I know I think when he says will we see, I think he means as in like actually on console, as in released when he says that. Um I, I, I think we see factions for the end of the year. Do you? I really hope you're right. I really because as far as I'm concerned, it doesn't fucking exist. <laughs> I want I want that game. And I don't think we're gonna I don't think it's gonna be this year, but I, f- I wish it I wish it would be, but I don't see it. Then why show us it last June if it's not gonna be seen for another eighteen months? Maybe because show, they knew they hadn't got June. anything coming out for six months. It was, it was six, so innocuous, though, when he was on stage talking about it. It wasn't well, as if it was... Oh, remember, no. that was when it got leaked. Uh, the remake got leaked, didn't it? So maybe they wanted to show yeah. something new. So Because that was that uh, when mm. uh, Last of Us Part 1 remake had got leaked the night before, and they were so disappointed. You could see he was disappointed yeah, on stage. So raging, maybe, yeah. maybe it was just like, we have this extra thing, maybe? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, because yeah. factions it started out from I think Neil Druckmann when he was he was doing an interview. I can't remember if he if he was on if he was on kind of funny or not. Um, but he sort of said, you know, this is we we're looking at factions bringing it back, and then it kind of took on you know a whole new legs itself and became this whole big thing and this whole direction. And they kind of done it from scratch instead of just working on what they already had. And especially Naughty Dog, they don't. And they start. Did they start it last year, or was it a year and a half ago where they actually started production of the game? Yeah, it's going to be fall twenty twenty four at the earliest. In my my opinion, I don't think you're going to see it this year. I think it's too early. You might you might get a bit of gameplay shown at the event, but actually it being out to play beta possibly end of this year but game's not com- going to come out till next year the i seem to remember them talking about this for fucking years am i wrong <laughs> like i thought they were talking about this for fucking ages yeah, they, they did they did but the as they got was going through production like i, I can't remember what he said I'll, I'll try and find the interview um but it kind of changed direction and they had all this new stuff that they wanted to ah, do right. and they kind of took it back and just started it from the ground up because originally they were building off what they already had. It's essentially you was just going to get factions as it is, looking better, running better with a few more customization options, maps, well, and what, you know, bits like that. And it kind of because I, I I think it's, this isn't going to be a free to play game or an add on. This is going to be a seventy seventy dollar game. Yeah, well, we do know that when they say uh, start from the ground up, what they actually mean is reuse assets and make the exact same fucking game. So hopefully yeah. <laughs> uh, they've done the same here. Yeah, but it looks a bit prettier. <laughs> yeah, oh, it, honestly, I don't I don't want to shit on it too much because that game is the the remake is class. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's class. Yeah. I picked I picked up um, Last of Us Part Two on the spring sale. I think it's finished now. Eight pound twenty nine for Last have of Us not, Part Two. Have you not played that? Not the second one. Not yet. Oh no. my! Have you not? Oh, you are in for it. It's 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 the best story game I've ever played. It's 
so amazing. Yeah, it was one of those games I thought, oh yeah, I really want to play it. You know, I did the first one. Really, really loved the first one, and I haven't done the remake yet, but I want to get the remake. Um, but still quite expensive. And Last of Us Part Two, I thought, right, I'll get back, I'll come back to it, I'll come back to it, and then I completely forgot about it. Just one of them things that kind of fell off my radar. And then <sighs> looking through the spring sale, and I saw it there for eight pound twenty nine. I thought oh, it must be like an add on or something. Clicked it. No, no, this is the full game. That Boom, is amazing. Bye. Yeah, that is yeah. amazing, that, and and it looks. It's still one of the best looking games I've ever played. Mm. What a stunner! Yeah, you enjoy that. That's just this. This is the Naughty Dog magic. Even you know Uncharted Four, which I think was is that twenty seventeen ish. Yeah, that was that, was that years still ago. looks incredible. That game. It's <laughs> just Naughty Dog or just magicians. I, yeah, I played. I played the um, like well the remaster optimized version. I bought. I bought it just because I wanted the um, cinema ticket to go to the Uncharted movie. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> and it was. It's. It's really good. The you know. Plays absolutely brilliant. Uses the dual sense, you know, like the weapons and things. Still a beautiful game, yeah. and it's probably one of my favourite Uncharted. Is Uncharted Four? I ditched it halfway through, unfortunately. Oh Oof. God, fucking that is gamey. That is fucking gamey. Yeah, of <laughs> Ma- course mass it murdering is. gamey. <laughs> of course it is gamey. Don't get it. We man. know. Don't we get know. it. <laughs> Nathan Drake hater. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Boo, boo, even though boo. even though Jedi Survivor is literally uncharted in space. <laughs> yes, yes. Literally mass murdering as well. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, I, I think one thing that, that Sony's continuing to do well is the, is their sort of studio acquisitions. And um, it was already been mentioned tonight, obviously, about buying Firewalk and, and buying Haven, which obviously aren't natural fits because they haven't got that relationship with Sony. But what we're seeing them do is make very astute purchases. And started off with Bungie, it then became obviously Haven, Firewalk. They've got obviously that relationship now because Deviation Games are making a PlayStation exclusive, although they've not been acquired by Sony. It is an exclusive game. And, you know, all these studios have got something in common, and that is they've all got previous with either Bungie or Call of Duty. And there's there's a clear tact there. I think this tells mm. you the sort of games that PlayStation are looking to make. Yes, I know Herman Holst has came out this week and said, now listen, you know, we're making 10 live service games. There's a mix of things in there. They're not all shooters. I get that. But ultimately, there's going to be a lot of shooters. There's a lot of expertise in those teams to help the other teams that are making shooters. Um, and I think I think all these purchases are very astute and they're there for a reason. It's not a coincidence they they they, they bought Firewalk. Not a coincidence at all. No, no, it's not. And and also I think with what's going on on the other side of the uh, the competition, the their their eyes are somewhere else. And in the meantime, yeah. there's a lot of talent that could be mopped up. That um, and Xbox will probably have to be careful that they are not um, chasing something that may never happen. Uh, when Sony are out there just doing very astute business, uh, getting a finite amount of of excellent developers out there. There are only a finite amount that have got pedigree. Um, yeah. And and PlayStation are doing a great job at mopping them up in the background. Yeah, I I think if you know if Deviations game is good, that will be the next studio to get purchased as well. Yeah, yeah. This is the talent. This just these studios are just littered with. When back when arguably you know games like Call of Duty were at their peak, these that's where these guys came from. You know, so absolutely. 
I don't think there was anything else. Any kind of closing thoughts on, on Sony's year? Um, any you excited for? Any sort of cinematic things or, or TV shows that are coming? Obviously, we saw Twisted Metal. Um, I thought the Last of Us. I thought the Last of Us TV series is excellent. Um, I'm up for any of these uh, that they are pushing out there. Uh, cinematic experiences, TV shows, and all that kind of stuff. I I love gaming moving into other mediums uh, because it gets more people involved, and and the more that people can, the more that a wider audience appreciates that gaming as a medium of storytelling is is right up there um yeah. i'm i'm well up for that uh the people that turn around after seeing the last of us are going oh shit this is a game yeah no it is and because games can tell fantastic stories. stories um yeah the more people that get to see that the better but uh yeah i'm excited for where playstation are going i'm excited for turning my playstation on more so yeah good. looking forward good and BMG, any kind of closing thoughts on the year? Yeah, yeah that, that's I have to agree. Going into you know movies and TV, it's just it just is a right fit for Sony. You know, Last of Us uh, is I think uh, the it was uh, yesterday. I think it came out. It was the most watched series on HBO. It, wow. it done that well. Um, absolutely amazing show. I loved how they did it. It gave a lot of. A lot more in-depth look and some of the stuff that you didn't see in the game. Um, like, I know episode three is very controversial for mm-hmm. a lot of people and because of um, the nature of the episode. I won't spoil it in case there's people that haven't watched it, but I thought it was one of the best, better episodes all the way through, but absolutely Great. amazing. And Twisted Metal, I hope it's something that's more comical than than serious i hope it's not a serious um tv show because you know they've got the actual original twisted metal um sign in the background uh, we got that teaser the other day looks fun yeah doesn't look brilliant yeah i i think you're right i think it'll be a bit more comedic than 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 yeah. say hbo dark for sure yeah the gran turismo movie we got the trailer drop flat the other day yeah don't really fully get it, and it's like, did this really need to be a movie? It's just like a knockoff version of the Fast and the Furious, but yeah, it's probably going to do well because that's have- funny you say that because I got the total opposite vibe. I'm, I'm I'm not going to go and pay money to go and see it. But the one thing that I was glad that it wasn't was Fast and the Furious because obviously I appreciate it's based on that on, on the true story um, of, of that kid that obviously yeah. won the Nissan Academy and, and ended up you know and he's still in racing although he's not like a Formula One or like he play, I think it's Japanese racing he's in. I, I was glad to see that it wasn't. My worry was it was just going to be an trashy fucking. Uh, Fast and the Furious movie, which I cannot stand. So I'm the opposite to you, and I, I guess I'm not going to watch it. But I thought it looked not too bad mm. because it's that real story. If you I think start somewhere in the middle, about, yeah, yeah. If you start somewhere talking about family, I'm definitely not watching it. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the the series I am excited for because I'm I'm pretty sure they said it was a TV show. Uh, I'd have to go back and look. Amazon making God of War. Mm. Oh, yeah. that I am excited for. I want to see Chris Pratt as Kratos. I need it. <laughs> all in, all do, in. Do, do, doing his, um, his um, four voice. I'm a man. I am not a god. You know, I've, I've got to, we've got to have it. Got to have it. Got to have Chris Pratt there. Oh. Yeah. But, but Stranger yeah. things have happened, to be fair. Yeah, true, true. 
they let him be Mario, and apparently he didn't do a, an awful job at that. He so did. He, he just, did a decent he was, job. It was. He, yeah, he was actually really good. I was one of the biggest complainers. So, yeah. yeah. Hey, what you, you, do you know, this move, Ben? <laughs> yeah, no, uh, yeah. Like, uh, I would watch it, but it the trailer. It um, it, I'm halfway between you two. Like, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. The trailer was decent. I thought, um, it's one of those that I'd, I'd only see because it's associated with a video game. I would never see that film if it were not associated with a video game. That's fair. So mm. I don't know. Cool. I, th- I, I do think we're going to be very, very pleasantly surprised and happy with what PlayStation are going to show this year. And I think we're going to be eating good. Yeah, I hope so. And I, yeah, I said, I'm, I'm buzzing for the showcase. I think it's going to be a game changer. Yes, yeah, I agree and, on that But one. to be fair, though, I'm also excited for what else we're going to see all summer. I think, I think it's going to be a really good summer for all these showcases, I must say. Um, but I think Sony's one, because they've been quiet for so long, I think it's going to be... Oh, boy. Yeah, it could be Get a ready. sleeping giant. Could be a sleeping giant. I think it's time yeah. that it, it is the time for them to kind of pounce. And if they if they release, release an absolute banger, I think they'll sew this one up. Um this i mean i think they're already doing spectacularly in the generation kind of console wars and uh uh yeah. this this would really sew it up for them i think jim ryan's gonna come out swinging that big dick <laughs> we can only hope <laughs> <laughs> all right to close us out bmg give us all your all your socials and details uh take it away man uh, right, my national insurance number is... Get my pen out, hang on. <laughs> my bank details. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, so yeah, I'm BMG. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, at Bullman Gamer. Uh, you can find me on Xbox, Bullman Gamer, PlayStation, Bullman Gamer 86. Uh, I'm part of the XBN Network family, at XBN Network, uh, on YouTube, Twitter, uh, where I host a PlayStation podcast psm party podcast every wednesday but we're going to be moving to tuesday in about a week's time just to give a bit of a gap because the next day i do um xbl party podcast so it just gives me like a day's break between uh and every two weeks i do the destiny party podcast on sundays but yeah check us out that's, that's where you'll find me fab and ben um, well, we have our Grumpy Gamers podcast. Uh, comes out every Wednesday. Download it wherever you get your podcast. Donnie's on it from time. Donnie's on it more and more these days. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah. But check it. Check us out. We're also on Twitter at Grumpy Gamers Pod. Yep, and not just because I, I have frequently been on it, but Grumpy Gamers is a great podcast, Ben. So, and I do enjoy it. Thank so, you yes, very much. Check everybody out. Um, yeah, listen, that is it for the the first episode. Hopefully, those who, who stayed with us enjoyed it. Um, as usual, pure dead gaming every Thursday, three o'clock. You'll get this normal weekly episodes. Um, once a month, you'll still get Afterlife recapping the news of the month, and every two weeks, you'll have to listen to me talk about PlayStation. So, for everyone else, thank you very much for listening, and goodbye. See you guys. See you later.